0: Guys and girls episode eight of the lower league look we haven't thought of a name for this week guys. mate go so, and oh, go and just, me, just yeah go I and go and
1: start out. that again because sarah louise just went storming past <laughs> no, us
0: no <laughs> i like no, it and again, I like we'll it. keep it in we'll keep it in we kept Liv crawling on the floor last week if she crawls this week she's knackered because the camera's pointing down look there's liv's cage guys um, <laughs> so welcome to episode eight of the unnamed episode of the Lower League Look. We are recording at 10.57 on a Saturday morning because these two are incredibly unorganised. They have all the organisation skills of Vladimir Putin advancing on Kiev. It is complete shambles. So here we are.
1: Some may just say that we just have a life. Do you know what yeah. I mean?
0: It's not good enough, guys.
2: Some of us <laughs> have to work.
0: <laughs> we have 24 people who listen religiously week in, week out, and they demand... A friday release um but well they will fair, get
1: a good match day experience of being able to travel to the match and listen to us on spotify since they've got their shit in gear again
0: yes and did you know that's the, the good thing um actually about doing it this late is that we managed to get mansfield and tramier out of the way last night so we've got a bit more to talk about um so let's start with that let's start with winning rooms uh winning rooms in the league have come to an end this week. Across the board, Exeter lost to Mansfield last Friday after we recorded. Mansfield last night lost to Tranmere. I, I was in bed early last night and woke up to a, a drunken message from Grant just screaming, Mansfield lost. Um, and Oldham, Um it, it hasn't quite come to an end. We'll find out today. But it was rumbled last week when Carlisle turned them over. So what does that mean? How's that looking? It kind of looks a bit bleak in the league now, doesn't it? <laughs> because no one's really going on these blinding runs anymore.
1: Do you know what? I, I think the Shes' has come to a blistering halt. They've got Swindon today. I, I mean, the only good thing is um, McCurdy's out. He's suspended for two games.
0: Yeah, oh, he got a card against us, didn't he?
1: Yeah, um, he's got two-game suspension. First, I think this is the first of the two. So that's the only good thing um, I think that's going to for for Oldham that, that he's out. Um but I I think they're gonna get absolutely pumped today by Swindon.
0: Well Swindon um Sh- 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 Sh was at Swindon last season, wasn't he? Yeah. They despise him, wrongfully. In my mind, I was on a, a, a podcast, another podcast called "Fools Rush In." Give it a listen, guys. It's a Swindon Town one, but it's actually quite interesting. I didn't think it would be as interesting as it was because it's it is about Swindon. But I was on there the other day talking about our game, and they were bringing up Sher- uh, Sheridan, and it, one of them was quite sort of diplomatic about it and said, "Look, we we all know the owner. Last last the, the previous owner was a, a dick. Shezza was working under the previous owner. It didn't work." He left. He's gone to Oldham, They're really up for today, like really up for today, and he's going to get a disgusting welcome to that game. So I'm quite intrigued to see how that goes for them. And I, do you know what? I hope. I really hope that Oldham win. I do. Sorry, them but I hope that they get this. I, I, I want them to stay. I want Carlisle to go down. I'm not going to lie. I'm putting it out there. I want them to go down. <sighs> Wait.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, don't sit in the fence.
0: No, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't like Carlisle. <laughs>
1: Are we unanimous on this?
0: Well, here's the thing. Carlisle, right? <laughs> Bradford are um, always seen as quite obnoxious in this league because they're like, oh, we've got more fans. We should be higher up the league, blah, blah, blah. Yeah,
1: more and fans, you, more money, but, but stadium, bigger Mark stadium. Yeah.
0: But you look at it and you go, if you were a Bradford fan, you'd probably do that. But Carlisle do that. And you look at Carlisle and you just look at them like, what have you got to talk about?
1: I know, like, Using the equivalent of having this massive, massive cock, right? but it's just absolutely <laughs> flat.
2: It's just absolutely flaccid and you can do nothing with it. For anyone who's listening to the audio, the reason we're laughing, we're not laughing at the plastic cock, uh, it's just the fact that Liv just uh, walked in and then realised and then kind of just stood there. She's doing it again, here she is. Do you know That's why she's doing it? Laughing. Because um, my yeah, mum's knocked I, on the door. I'll tell you what, um... I'm a bit more impartial with Carlisle. I don't necessarily dislike them. I don't necessarily like them. But they have turned around their season, very much so, since they've got rid of uh, Keith Miller. they Are they a three-match winning streak at the moment? I believe yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to go down. Oldham last week, what I saw from the highlights, looked very tired. Very, very tired. Oldham... Uh,
0: um... They've got a lot of players out at the minute. Here we go again,
2: guys. There she comes.
1: It's like it's like they've had their new manager boom. It's went, and that's it done. Carlisle are mid-new manager boom. Um, Is it, the same going to happen to them? It has to come to a grinding halt at some point for them. Um, what the fixtures like over the next couple of days? I have not checked. Well,
0: we, we actually got that to talk about later on because we it's got so that. That, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna look at the next seven days um, on that front there. I, so yeah, Carlisle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not gonna right. lie, great. Right, we're not gonna lie, everyone. We're a bit lost. Been a bit <laughs> we, of an an a we were talking something about Carlisle about them going on a run and then. Yeah. The and then my entire family
0: them. decided to visit at this moment and just decide to walk through my kitchen. Like, just, yeah. Honestly, it's not going to happen soon because we're doing the cellar out. And when the cellar's done out, I've got my little office and I'm going to have a, a little man cave down there. So I'll be I, down I there. I thought that
1: was going another way when you were saying that. Yeah, okay,
0: I've got a cellar downstairs. They're getting locked up. <laughs> I'm going full fritzel and we're done. Yeah. Um, Anyway. Carlisle, yeah. I mean, I want Carlisle to go down. Chris, you don't. Grant, you do. So it's two to one. Yeah. Carlisle, you're going I'd down. I'd rather Sorry. Carlisle
2: went down than Alden.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'd rather Carlisle went down than anyone. In this, I think it's not... It's not seem
1: we are They're looking all right. Now. They're looking all right. Yeah. I think the, the team that seemed to be slipping, that we've kind of... We said have made some great signings in January... Barrow are on a real, real slippery slope just now. They are, um, and but yeah, they're, they're on a real struggle. Real, they are, and struggle. it's
0: not—it's not looking good for Barrow at the minute. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I mean, Mansfield. Mansfield obviously smashed Exeter last week. It
2: was—they were very good, by the
0: conclusive. way. Yeah, yeah. Last night apparently didn't turn up. Um, Mansfield fans are saying that they just didn't. Show up last night. They were defensively weak, which I was quite shocked at. And you know, Tramia, it was one all I think at one stage, mm-hmm. um, and then Tramia stole it. So fair play to Tramier because they've been on a bit of a downward run. But yeah, Mansfield runs come to an end as well. I think that's what is it? Is it first first loss since November? It's something like March. That. Yeah. That's a yeah.
1: first time start. they have lost in the league since Sutton. I mean, saying in the league against Sutton, yeah. They lost 2-0 on 23rd of November.
2: That's incredible. Yeah, That's awesome.
0: What a run. Water run. Um, and then again, we spoke about Oldham. We'll see what happens with Oldham. I think t- today is quite, quite telling with Oldham. We've got the Swindon game coming up. So um, Last seven days then, aside from the, um, the the runs coming to an end, just touching on Exeter. Exeter's unbeaten run came to an end, but then they, they regrouped and they smashed Swindon. Um, so Swindon are coming off the back of a loss. I said to Swindon fans the other day that I feel that today's game against Oldham will be more difficult than the Exeter game. Because they've got the Sheza factor, they've got they're in a relegation fight. Like I think today I think Oldham will really, really bring it to them. And I hope they do. I hope it's a good game because you know, we'll see what happens there. But we've got a few things this last week. Bradford, still no win under Mark Hughes, but and we all watched the game last week, Chris. You, yeah, uh, Grant, you watched it,
2: Chris. We were there. Much we've better had... performance. <laughs> Much better performance than we've seen all season. Uh, the players seem to know exactly what they were doing for a change. Uh, I won't mention the deluded one again um, <laughs> because I get told off. Um, oh, I thought you meant player. I'm like, no. Um, I thought we played really well. It, it was just unfortunate that obviously it was a last-minute penalty. I felt
1: really, really sorry for you. I really did. I, um, you couldn't have argued with a draw in that game if it no. finished the way that it did. I, um, both teams were going at it. It was like 10 minutes used, 10 minutes Swindon. It was just so back and forwards. a great game of football to watch. Bass pulled out a great save at the end, and then he, he, he just... It was stupid. He ran a out jumpy, in needless possession, yeah. um, and then yeah, just gave away that penalty in the last minute. And yeah, it was always going to get put
0: away. It, it the second the second um, it was Jack Payne, wasn't it? The second he, yeah, we saw him coming uh, off the bench, yeah. I, ju- I turned to Liv and I just went, "I can tell you now, if we're going to lose this, it's him." I said, "He is going to be the one that scores." And she was like, "Why?" I said, "Just trust me." And the, when they got the penalty, I just went. We all know who's taking this. Mm -hmm. Why is he not going to like... And and you know what? This is why I went on the Swindon Swindon podcast the other day. Um, I went on and I just said to them openly, be honest, do you think you deserved those three points? Like, I don't. And all of them said, no. They said we'd have been happy with a point after that performance, after the way we played. They said, but we think you should have taken it. And they're right. I think we... We had the chances, but it's been the story of our season, Chris. We've had so many games where we've um, we've we've had 16, 17, 18 shots, not on target, but we've had the chances. So we're creating chances. We just couldn't put goals put the goals away. So you know, we go again today. Let's see. Let's see and it wasn't today. a red it
1: was. card. It wasn't a red card because it wasn't a handball on the line. I seen the replay. I was watching on telly. I, I wasn't I watching on telly. Missed,
2: I actually missed that because I thought, I thought the time it was.
1: I messaged, oh, I messaged Chris straight away going, that wasn't.
2: No. Well, I missed, Just, I, missed, I watched
1: I missed, the replay and then I went, nah, it wasn't a red.
0: No. There, were, there were loads of drama in the stands with the fans and we were sat right in the middle of it. So we're like, Jesus. We, so I, I missed all of that, um, unfortunately. But, you know, it doesn't sound like I missed much. I think I'd have been a bit more annoyed if I'd have seen that and not known it wasn't a, a red card at the time. Um, so, yeah, I'm quite glad I missed it. Um, Harlepool, though yeah
1: another away win another away win against harrogate and another good game
0: way, not a good place to go uh-uh.
1: no no <laughs> tough place tough place to go but again do you know what do you know what really annoyed me about this so the league two team of the week came out and they put armstrong in team of the week right so armstrong other than scoring his goal was so so quiet i don't know how these stats have got him in the team of the week and Luke Molyneux managed to not be in it again. Yeah. He was our best player, and Jesus, what a goal did he score. Yeah, um, i the
2: moment, isn't it?
1: There's not going to be many better goals than that that you'll see all season. I think that's going to be up there for goal of the season.
0: Do, do you know what? Um,
1: Definitely our goal of the season.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll stay on Hartlepool in a minute, but you said the same when the team of the week came out. You uh, You said to me... How was Molyneux not in it? How's Songo not in it for Bradford? Mm-hmm. Like Songo was incredible for us. However, it's because he played in defence. If we'd won that yeah. game or drawn that game, he would have been in it. But because we lost, don't yeah. matter how we lost, I don't think you can put a defender in when you lose at home. Um but he was incredible. That's that's that for me was the best performance he's had this season and um it's good to see because he's not a centre back. He's he's a, he's a midfielder, mm-hmm. Chris. It's just he's mm-hmm. been played out of position because we were short there. Um Sticking on pools. Let's talk about this week, Grant, because you were very very happy to end the podcast about it last week, talking about the EFL Trophy going on <clears throat> with Rotherham. I'm going to say this now. Doesn't matter what the result was because we, I me, mean, Grant, we were we were on the the party together watching it. You were incredible. Oh
1: my god! What a performance from Hartlepool against top of the table Rotherham. Yeah. We went absolutely toe-to-toe with them. I um, had opportunities to bury the game. Um, we just couldn't get that third goal in. Um, yeah. Again, Molyneux played phenomenal. Um, Bogle's hold-up play is insane. I've been going on about him for ages. I think this is the first time you've properly watched him and you said he is far too good for this league.
0: He, he is, and then he goes and does misses that header. And yeah, I think the header that's that he why he's in League two. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, from six yards out, it was,
1: out. Nice it was absolutely <laughs> devastating to go out in the fashion that we did in penalties. I couldn't speak after the game, no. but I, I really want to just say the level of officiating in that game from Bobby Madley was horrific, disgusting. Rotherham should have been down to at least ten men. I agree. Two players, two players could have get sent off. Um, Cook had two challenges. Well, one when he took um, Crawford off the ball. With... See now,
0: for, for me, for me, we disagree on that. I don't think that was a red. Um, but, but the challenge
1: one... after he's nobody yes. he made another challenge after where he dragged Molyneux down on the wing, yeah. and madly completely bottled it and just gave it, him a final one. If he breathed on someone the wrong way, he was off. And if, the Rotherham manager done in the, the right thing.
0: half, He was out. and fact, in the second half, yeah. he was off.
1: Yeah. The Rotherham uh, manager took him off at half time, which was the right thing to do. I think we all said that. Yeah.
0: We made the call you knew it were coming. You knew both their centre backs were on yellows. Um, and I think the left back or the right back was on a yellow as well, going into half time.
1: Yeah. Well Bogle then got pulled down, last man back, threw on goal, and madly only booked him.
0: Yeah. It was, that that for me was, I I agree, he bottled it because I don't see how the referee could have seen it any other way. Watching the replay back, I don't think Bogle would have got it because the keeper was rushing out. I think the keeper would have got the ball, but from the referee's view... From a refereeing point of view,
1: you have to send the player off. You've got to send send him off there. Um, You've got to send him
0: off there just to be sure because he he was in the referee's eyes. To be fair, when we watched it the first time, it was through on goal. I was but, going
1: mad. I was but putting a Yorkshire ref and in, in that game.
0: Yeah, but no one in Yorkshire likes Rotherham, mate.
2: Yeah, no, still. we don't. <laughs> I know that I mean, no one, one likes Rotherham. About teams, but I absolutely despise Rotherham United. I, I was trying to explain this to Grant,
0: Chris, about the, the Rotherham thing. Like, for a long period of time, probably about 10 years ago, for about six, seven years, Rotherham were the, the team we hated. Yes. Um, yeah. and, it, and it all started. And I was explaining this. Do you remember when we played them at the Don Valley? Yeah. And we
2: James had scored we a, Yeah, we last bit more Yeah,
0: and everyone, everyone, all the everyone, fans did a lap of a lap of the running track.
2: <laughs> right, <laughs> Getting yeah.
0: chased by stewards. Yeah. That's what That's started cool. it. That's what started the rivalry. Um, and what, then, obviously, they employed Steve Evans. What I
1: want to put is just a really big shout a here as to the, all the lads at the the lads at the northwest corner in Hartlepool for their in that they the put that they to the out prior They had a big, massive, I think it was a 50-meter banner along. They had every single stand had blue and white flags that they put out. The lads have put in so much effort into getting that done. And what they've managed to build as an atmosphere in Victoria Park over the last couple of years is nothing short of phenomenal for what they've done. I would actually really like to get one of the lads from the northwest corner on just to talk about what they've done in the club and how they've built that and where their vision started and where they see themselves going. So I'll see if I can put some feelers out and get one of the lads on to talk about it. Yeah, I think,
0: I think we're in for
2: it. Oh, yeah, sorry, you go, Chris. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, the atmosphere. I mean, I, I looked at, uh, I saw some of the highlights and the atmosphere from the Hartlepool fans was incredible. It was literally limbs everywhere. Yeah. Mm. Um and, and you know it's gonna be a scary place to go. Obviously we play you on Tuesday. Um, I don't wait.
0: <laughs> we'll talk I'm about setting off anyway. I'm setting off Monday morning. Like I'm getting there early. Um no meet me Grant and, and another friend with we've we've, we've <coughs> got an Airbnb booked haven't we an, yes a, I think an apartment um Originally, it, when it was just me and Grant, we were stopping in a boat, Chris, on the marina, <laughs>
2: <Nice>. <laughs> we were hiring a
0: boat just because we thought it'd be funny. Um, but no, we're stopping in an apartment. We're going for Monday night, Tuesday night, come back Wednesday. Um, we're actually doing a tour of Hartlepool's worst pubs. Class.
2: That's the plan. Wish I was We're going there. to
0: the worst rated pubs in Hartlepool.
2: I wish um, I was
0: there. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wish I was there. I'm gonna be happy to be there right up until kickoff because. I think atmosphere wise could be a wise, good game. It, it, do you know what it all depends on how today goes. Um but we're going to come to today's games and we you know, we touched on it last week but I think it all depends on how today goes. I'm I'm really looking forward to the whole thing. I think atmosphere wise I'm I'm looking forward to that the most in terms well, of Your game games your interesting today, is, isn't also. it? Your games uh, really uh, interesting our game could, could go you, either way.
1: You've got two complete I'm going to call you an out of form team, right? Because
0: you can't be out of form if you've never been in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. You have lost the last five games on the bounce. Yeah. Forest Green haven't won in five games. Yep. They've had a few draws in there. They've had a few, they've had a few <laughs> losses. Today's a big, big game for both of you. I think it's bigger for Forest Green right now because yeah. Mansfield lost last night. Mm-hmm. If Forest Green win, they pick up they pick that advantage back up because we, what we discussed was Mansfield's had two games in hand. They've still got to play them twice. That could bring them back to level. Pegging. Um, if they win today, that builds that advantage back. I don't think Youth can afford to lose today.
0: I, I was just going to say I think today is massive for us because I, we can't afford to get dragged into this this bottom half, this this uh, relegation scrap. Um, I mean, y- you look at today, we've got. We've we've played two games more than Oldham. We've played one game more than Barrow, two more than Leighton Orient. We are nine points ahead of Oldham. You know they win their two. Mm-hmm. They win their two games. The, the three points behind us. We are very very dangerously close to slipping into this scrap. This, this,
1: yeah, it, it and was, it is a scrap. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind we put Walsall in this. We put them in this scrap a couple of weeks ago, and they level points with you.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, we it, put Rochdale it, in it as well, and they're two, yeah. I think, two points behind us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Do you know what? we would be very, very naive as a Bradford fan to say that we are not in trouble. We, we are, we're, we're one bad, we're one devastating result away
0: from being dragged into this. We don't win today. I think we need to pick up four points from our next two games. Like, we need to get a win or a draw today. And if we draw today, Grant, we have to win on Tuesday. We yeah, don't, do. we don't. We're potentially getting dragged in, especially when we, we're going to, I say we're going to come to the next seven days, but there's some Are games you, at the bottom. away both games
1: as well. Away both games as well. But do you
2: know what? forest Grant, green I mean, home's yeah. at home
1: is tough and hard to pull at home. I'll
2: be honest. Tough. I think that's probably a good thing at the moment because we, our, our home form is absolutely horrific. So I would actually say that, that we need to be away from home. Yeah. So we're better away from home. yeah. We are better away. From I, than I
1: I genuinely think he's a win today. I'm um, five so. <laughs> defeat
2: incoming.
0: <laughs> Sorry yeah. to the to hey, one Chris. Or do you remember that time? Green do you remember fans? that time when we played Notch County on the f- opening game of I the season do. when they got when they got Sven-Gor and Eriksson in and Sol Campbell and we we got spanked five nil. That was the feeling I had that I've got now. <laughs> Like do you want to? Into do you the best
2: thing about that day was? I'd say the best day. It wasn't. So we obviously we'd gone to the game. we went. We went to that game against Notts Forest. Uh, Notts County, sorry. Um Lee Hughes scored a hat trick against us. Anyway, on the way home, my friend had a major accident that we were all involved in, and both cars were completely written off. And we were literally like a hundred meters away from my from from my, my friend's house. Um, oh, so both cars oh. were completely written off. I, so at least yeah. someone from Bradford got somewhat on target that day. Well, yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I remember I watched an interview with Michael Flynn, because um, it was Michael Flynn's first game for us, and apparently when when they went 3-0 up, um, Michael Flynn turned to – I can't remember who the keeper was at the time – but turned to the keeper and just went, I wonder if the ink's dry on my contract yet. Like, oh, my he, word. He, he wanted out Ooh. after game one. Um, but, look, let's not, let's not dwell on Bradford, because it's a bit depressing. Yeah. Pools won away again. They got knocked out of the AFL trophy. Doesn't matter. They've never been to Wembley before. I didn't know that, but next season, Grant, you can go to playoffs. We'll go, we'll go, we'll win the league. You can go to playoffs. I think that's a fair...
1: Here, yeah, why go next season? Why go next season?
0: Ooh. Bold. It's bold.
1: Bold, but, but we can right. make a late push.
0: But Someone always does. Someone always does.
1: We've got the new manager bounce again today.
2: Yes. Because uh, did
1: you know that um, Orient appointed Wellens?
2: No, I didn't actually. I've completely missed that this week. No, Chris, he's taking
0: right. So uh, the other night <laughs> we were. It was was it? It was just before the Hartlepool game. Me and Grant were playing FIFA, and I went. Oh, by the way, um, Orient have appointed Richie Wellens, and he went. Oh bloody hell! Yeah, blah blah blah. Carried on playing. Twenty minutes later, he goes. Oh, have you heard? Orient have appointed Richie Wellens. I went. Are you taking the piss? I said, we spoke <laughs> about this 20 minutes ago. He went, did we?
1: i done the whole thing, you know, <laughs> when someone just talks to you about something and you just go, oh, ah, yeah, you have a full conversation about it. But you're not fucking listening at all. That's exactly <laughs> what i done with him. So Richie Wells uh, is
2: in yeah. at Leighton Orient, is he?
0: Yep. He is. He is, and that's Tell Hartlepool's it. game, a day. Um, be we to always to seem to get where... the new
1: manager bounce.
0: <clears throat> yeah, you do. Um, I mean, to be fair, if we don't win today, you've got a new man. Tuesday, you've got a new manager looking for his first win, so it's still a new manager bounce. Really, we're looking. He's it's going to come. It's has to come. At some for stage. his first win for ages, hasn't he? Yeah, it's just his third game. But to be fair, I- we've had two really difficult three, including today, three really difficult games. Yeah, I said you'd I- have, I-
1: I- have a really tough run. I said I don't. I don't think
0: anyone expected us to get results out of this. Um, but just fin- closing off the last seven days, Scunthorpe picked up a point at Crawley. Yay! Crawl is, a go- Crawl is a a difficult place to go to, I think, anyone. You know, John Yems, I'm sure, was thrilled by that. <laughs> um, we're going to touch on a new segment that's coming up, guys. Grant, explain yourself. Right,
1: so we spoke about John Yems a few times, so we're going to bring in a section called But John Yems Says. And what we're going to do, we're going to come up with some ridiculous... Manager interview that we found, and we're gonna run it. Yes. Just to just for a bit of fun. But John, John Yem says,
0: "Would you like me to run?"
1: Are we gonna run one this week? Are we gonna do it? Are we would going like to introduce?
0: Is, Would you like to? Would you like to do the uh, the Mark Molesley? Yeah, let's go. So here we are. But John Yem says, "John Yem, so you're saying that I'm not ready. I'm currently got Cordia Winkleman." So, let's just get this ready.
1: You know it's on YouTube. We don't want a a shampoo brand to get their knob out over us.
0: No, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. She's just talking about Flake 3 3 Silk Scalp. Right. Here we go. He's coming. Share. This
1: this interview is glorious.
0: This is the weirdest interview I've ever seen in my life. So this is um, Mark Mosley at um, Aldershot from about a month ago. This is his interview after the, uh, the game where they, they lost yeah, lost 2-0 to Bromley. Just listen. Mark, FA Trophy tie at home against Bromley this weekend. What's your thoughts ahead of the game?
2: If a tree falls and no one can, is there to hear it fall, does it make a noise? Uh, does a penguin get cold? What way does your bath water go? Clockwise or anti-clockwise? When you put the plug out. You know these are questions which are going to be asked of us. <coughs> so I have the answers to. Um, you know we're always looking for solutions, and we've got to come up with the, you know, solve the equation. Sometimes. Uh, you know, Sam's had a lovely haircut. It's started to grow out now. Coops is here, working silently away. Robbie's over there. It's the first time he's been quiet today. Terry's brought a briefcase in. You know, he's got four japanese talking dogs in there but you know this is this is what we work with and we'll continue to work hard you're dry and
0: claudia ah! winkleman's back. back it's when claudia winkleman messages us and sues us other um, brands of shampoo are yeah available. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah how bizarre is it that as an interview but i like that i think every week we, we find a ridiculous interview by a manager and in true john yams style we we share it out and we we just take the, the pitch. I mean, let's be honest, by next week, we'll have another John Yem one, John Yem's one because he's got his hearing this week um, for his second ban. He's mm-hmm. currently two games into a, a four-game ban and it's about to be extended. So he's going to be out for potentially the rest. Have you ever heard of a manager being out for the rest of the season? Do you know what I'm <laughs> because really gutted? That, that is the like absolute content that we could get every week. I need, yeah. We need him back. Yeah. Do, Wait, to be fair, he, just because he's out do not mean he's going to shut up. <clears throat> you know we we need to watch his pregame press conferences. He's going to say some ridiculous things. Um, but yeah, John John Yems, thank you for the content, John. It's beautiful. If you want to come on and give us some live,
2: oh my god, oh
1: Jesus Christ, we don't <laughs> like it. We don't like editing.
0: No, I don't like editing. We, <sighs> yeah, edit. we You say A- we edit. like? You've ever had to edit any of it? Gee, last week the bleep button. I I went to sleep hearing that in my. Like, it was two <laughs> o'clock in the morning. I finished editing that because of you guys. Um. Oh man! <laughs> thirty-four. 30. grant swear. I've got a little list up, and it's it's getting bigger. Right, two, thirty-four, forty. Just be one bleep. Right, um. Let's move on to, to Oldham. I want to touch on Oldham because we, we did a thing this week and we, we put a tweet out, we put a Facebook message out. Oldham's ownership situation, it's taken a bit of a turn. They've got a consortium that's looking to take over, headed up by a guy called Chris Lees. Now, I spoke to Chris Lees. Chris, I know you messaged him mm-hmm. um, and he rang me the other day. He's going to come to us. He wants to speak to us. Um, He's had a few back and forth things with Oldham fans and he went on an Oldham podcast the other day and it kind of was like a sting operation. I didn't really like it I'm going to be honest, I watched it um, and it felt like they were setting him up and I think the thing as football fans from an impartial view is we'll agree football fans, we always try and find negatives and when we think we've found one, we focus purely on that negative. Um, So what we're doing is we're going to interview him, we've got a load of questions from Oldham fans, they're going to basically be asked to him and we're going to just let him speak. We're not going to Challenge the answers, because that's not our job. Our job's to put the answer out there to olden fans. You guys make your own minds up. Um, if you want to come back after you've heard the questions and say, I want to know more about this, this and this, we're not going to cut ties with him. He's going to stay in contact, so we can always get more information from him. But we're not the ones. We're impartial. And we're trying to be impartial on both sides, because we don't want to see Oldham go further into the, the shit than they are. Because I think a lot of Oldham fans know that the owner currently isn't great but i think that there's probably a hell of a lot going on behind the scenes that it's a lot more serious so we'll find out we'll see what, what chris comes forward with but we've got the questions going Grant, just, as a,
1: just as a side point this is going to be a separate episode this is going to be a complete special that we're going to do it's not going to take over yeah. our weekly i am um, so we are going to put out a special hopefully this works out really well mm. and we can, it's going to be the first of a few specials that we hope to get to try and get a couple of either owners ceos ex-players managers who would want to come on and we can try and we can try and get something so yeah um we'll need to practice our interviewing skills
0: i suppose what What do you mean i'm I'm, I'm on point me i'm 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 pr trained obviously um, yeah no i agree i think we we um I think the thing that he likes, because he, he did say the other day he wasn't going to do any more interviews because of the, the, the situation with the Oldham fans and he didn't want it to go down a, a, a dodgy path. But he just said, you know, we're, because we're impartial, that's why he wants to come on and speak to us. You know, we want to give him that platform to... And we want to keep it positive because, you know what? There may be negatives. And I get that there's, you know, it not matter who comes in, there's always going to be a negative to a, a person coming in because no one's perfect. But there's going to be a lot of positives and he's not getting a chance to speak about those positives. You know, we're, we're focusing on, or people are focusing on the negatives. What are his plans? Where does he see the club in five years, ten years? What what does the investment look like? Where does it go? What does it mean for you guys on a day, on a match day? You know, you're going to get leather, leather seats. Which, by the way, Chris, at Bradford are incredible.
2: <laughs> they are yeah, it's leather good. Seats. We've had some
1: good questions come in from the Oldham fans already on our Slido. Um, the, yeah. That Slido is now closed. I am off so the the questions are in I am obviously if there's any more questions that come out of it during the podcast we we'll, we'll do our best to ask ask yeah. the questions I am um, to, to keep that conversation rolling so I'm really looking forward to talking to Chris
0: yeah he's, and do you know what he's, he's a nice guy he's very open um I don't think that there'll be anything that we can't ask him that we'll get an answer to um he'll he'll give us anything we want to know. I think he's he's quite open. Obviously there's gonna be a few things he can't talk about because of legalities and things like that. Um but let him let him come with what just 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 hear him out guys because Exactly that. You you're not you're not happy with your current owner. <laughs> and you know what? It may end up being a case of better the devil you know, but at the same time the negatives that you find with Chris and this consortium that's put together they may not be anything compared to the negatives you currently feel towards your, your current owners. So no owner is going to come in and be perfect. You look at Chelsea. It's a, it's a great example. You've got Chelsea who have been successful since Abramovich came in in 2003. And now look, they can't, they can't even buy themselves a cup of tea on the road because the credit cards are frozen. There's always something that every owner has that you're not going to be happy with. So let's get, let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. Let's give him the chance, give him a platform. Um, so Clapped, I did my clap. First time I've done it. That hurt did that. Um the next seven days, and it guys, it starts today because it's Saturday. Forest Green Rovers, Grant, you mentioned it. Yeah. Forest Green Rovers, Bradford. Neither team's got a, a winning five. That's I don't know what we're gonna have as the game of the week this week, but I think that neither team can afford to lose this game today. And I think that I don't like saying Bradford's gonna be the game of the week because we did it the other week, but I think it could be. Um if it was if we were waiting for last night. Or if we recorded prior to last night, I'd probably said it were Mansfield Trammy, but oh. it's over now. So um this is where we spoke about getting dragged into this relegation battle. Rochdale are playing Barrow today. Ooh, tasty. Ro- we we put Rochdale in a, a relegation fight. Rochdale are two points behind us with two games in hand. <laughs> um so Rochdale Barrow and Scunny Colchester as well. Mm-hmm. Again, another another potential one team's catching up on us there if we don't win today a team one of those well two of those teams are catching up on us um, Leighton Orient new manager bounce coming up against Hartlepool um, is it away is it away at Orient
1: uh, no we're we're at home two home games in a row
0: that's a difficult one for them because you guys are, are decent at home as well you are very very good at home um, but one team we're going to touch on Chris you mentioned it this morning literally as you mentioned it, I just put it on the sheet to talk about um, is Sutton? Mm. Sutton,
2: Sutton again are,
0: Exeter
2: today. Do you know what Sutton are absolutely flying? But nobody seems to be wanting to talk about them, and let's be face it, we've not really touched on them very much at all. Um, I've went on about them. Y- yeah, yeah. But I don't but, like them. I, I, I don't like them. I don't <laughs> know why I don't like them either. I, I, I've got no problems with them. Uh, they, I mean, previous to Mansfield losing last night, they were the last team to beat Mansfield. Previous to Exeter losing the week before, they were the last team to beat Exeter. Um, yeah, you have mentioned you're right, Grant. You have because you've mentioned about how fast they are and they're, you know, mm-hmm. they're very, very quick Beg football strong team. team. Yeah, and I think they're going up. There's a I'm potential. Well, I mean, the winner of Exeter Sutton
0: today goes into the autos. If it's a winner, if they draw, Sutton play are
1: playing Walsall, they not?
0: No, I thought it was Exeter today.
1: No, I played Walksall.
0: Oh well, then Kate, it don't matter.
1: I still think that for me that's my game of the day.
0: When do they play Exeter? Or is that coming up?
1: The other big thing about the other big thing about Sutton, I know I've went on about us losing against Rotherham um, on penalties. Sutton beat Wigan on penalties yeah. to get into yeah. the final of the Papa John's Cup. So there we go. We've we've got a League 2 representation in the final, Ex National League well, National League champions Sutton who are potentially going to get into an auto spot who are now going to Wembley first trip to Wembley in 40 years for Sutton. I'm honestly I can't keep banging
0: on about what a season they are having and what a team they are. Is this is this month the biggest month in Sutton's history? It's got to be, hasn't it? They've got into the play yeah. the final. They they win today, they're going they're potentially in the autos. They keep that win up, they're gonna be cementing the place in the autos, and then within the next month they've got the final at Wembley. Like yeah. surely this is the biggest month in their history. Oh, to be one of those eighty-four of fans. Like it is but look, Can you it... imagine it? it? It was yeah, I watched the uh, I didn't watch the game, but um I watched the highlights of it and it showed the celebrations after the game and it was like it was nice to see the Sutton fans went dressed up. Um, I like fancy dress-up football, but they should have really coordinated because they all went as empty seats. That was the problem.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <But> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, moving. I'm just looking at their goal scorers um, and their top goal scorer. They've got two on seven. Again, it's another team that have, you know, that the, the goals are shared around the team. Um, I'll tell you what, they've got an amazing named player, Harry Beautyman. What a name. Harry Beauty. Oh, Harry Beauty, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, I tell you what. I uh, there's if they've also got Enzio Boldedge. I can't pronounce that. I always <laughs> find players that I just cannot pronounce it. Baldwin.
2: I'd say it's Baldwin. Bulge win? bulge win I don't know they have Bol- got Omar Bo- bugle Bo- as well I can pronounce that
0: above. yeah that's I
1: was gonna say Omar bugle's great yeah. he's a phenomenal yeah. player because we had that the other week when we had they had Omar bugle we had Omar bogle yeah. and we had Regan ogle all playing <laughs> in the same game like <laughs> that's a commentator's nightmare that isn't it
0: it is if you play in Harrogate let's talk about Harrogate's commentator Grant Oh, my uh, God. He's terrible. Harrogate's commentator is the most Yorkshire person you'll ever meet. And you're like, he doesn't suit Harrogate, but he I can't pronounce he's not, his own players, let alone the away team.
1: He's not even a Harrogate employee. He's BBC, isn't he? He's, he's BBC Yorkshire.
0: Yeah. He's Barry,
1: from B, B, Barry from BBC. I really feel sorry for anyone who's playing Harrogate at Harrogate to have to listen to this. Oh, my God. I had... Howard Bogle was getting mixed up with Timmy Odesina. I um, had <laughs> Jamie Sterry being called Jamie Scary. Um, and he was like, oh, Molyneux, he, doesn't, he won't score many goals like
2: this in his career. Has he yeah. seen the Molyneux highlight reel? <laughs> Again, I tell you what, Grant, against us, he, it was uh, Delfinesco. So not yeah, even Delfinesco, Del Delfinesco yeah. yeah. for Delfonto. Yeah. Songu also, no, 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 it was Songo. Or well, I think <laughs> he changed, it. Was he changed it but then also he got mixed up with Songo. And uh, who was it? I think I want to say it was um, Andy Cook. And he went, Oh, and uh, Andy Cook has cleared the ball, and it was so yeah. obviously Songo. A, a, obviously. a
0: for, for anyone who's listening who hasn't seen those two players, Google Jan Songo and Google Andy Cook because. You're not mixing those two guys up. No, there's no No. way. And but the the commentary he was horrific. To be fair, it was the only highlight of the game I enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: But he's he's terrible. Thankfully, they are playing away to Bristol Rovers today, and no one has to suffer that commentary. That's a Bristol (laughs) Rovers win. That's a Bristol Rovers win for me today.
0: It's when he sat there at home talking about how they're playing Bristol City. That's what's going to happen, isn't it? So. Oh, I love going to Bristol City. It's changed a bit, hasn't it? <laughs> it? Used to be red and white, It's now blue and white. What's going on? Um, but no, I mean, guys, we've we're not we've not got a long episode this week because, to be fair, we're recording late and we wanted to get this done, dusted out um, for you guys. Then. Let's just next seven days. Anything major you think we need to look out for? Obviously, I've said Bradford need to get four points from these next two games, and it's two very hard games away at Forest Green and then having to go um, to to Hartlepool. I don't want to really have to do that. No, no it, does, but
1: it's really interesting because we've said a lot of the winning runs have come to an end.
0: Yeah, so it's we've almost got...
1: like there's been a bit of a, a little bit of a reset. And there's there's going to be a team that's just just floating about there that we've not mentioned, like Port Vale.
2: Yeah, I was just going to mention them. I was just going because I'm looking on Tuesday night. It's Port Vale. It's full this program. program on Tuesday night, by the way. Yeah. Full program again Tuesday. Port Vale Mansfield, very interesting game. That could go. That really could go either way.
1: Mansfield have to win.
2: Yeah. Just yeah, another one for Tuesday
0: because we spoke about Scunthorpe having Colchester today, which is massive because they're quite close. Scunny have got Barrow on Tuesday. Yeah, now if Scunny can get something today, and I'm not, they're not going to stay up, but they are basically today they've got their hands on Colchester's ankles saying, Nah, get in here with us. And then on Tuesday, they've got the same on Barrow. Scunthorpe have got a lot of power as to who joins them in that lower lease in that relegation scrap. And Oldham will be praying that Scunny can get something from these next two games because. It's, and this is what I think we said. It doesn't matter how much Oldham win, as we've seen. They've gone on this run. They've lost one in eight or one in seven of Oldham. But they're still in the relegation places. It's not in Oldham's hands. It's in the teams around them hands at this point. Mm. Oldham have got to keep picking up points, but they've got to rely on the others to keep dropping them. And Yeah, the big games Tuesday night. Uh, Swindon are playing Sutton. That is a, that is a big game for them. Tranmere, yeah. Sorry, good Yeah. Harrogate away at Tranmere. Um, Oldham have got to go to Walsall. You've got some big, big
2: games in there. Forest Green have then got Orient. <clears throat> but we say this every week, and 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 I've I've mentioned this again as well is that this League Two season is phenomenal. It's just anybody can beat any apart from Bradford City, of course. Anybody can beat anybody, and um it, it's a fantastic year. I mean, I still I mean you look at the top of the table and you look at the teams that might potentially miss out on promotion, you think, wow. How are they going to miss out on promotion? Um, it's it's great. It's a fantastic I'm year. Stick,
1: I'm, excited. I'm still excited for next season in the league. I think the league's just going to get better next year as well.
0: Which is a massive statement because I was going to say this. We I think we've been really lucky to start this podcast this season because I think this season's League 2 has been so tight. Obviously, Forest Green have been at the top for, for, for ages, but from second down and then you get to mid-table and from mid-table to the bottom, it's just been... Chop and change, chop and change. No one's yeah. really solidified their place. Yeah. Um, but I think I think Grant's right. I think next season we we're gonna have it's gonna be tighter because we've got at least one money bags team coming up from the. Oh, top we're gonna
1: get joined by Stockport unless Borum would pull something out again. We're gonna get joined. Our crew are gonna come back. Yeah, I, th- I think
0: um I think it's gonna be uh I think Wrexham, I think Wrexham yeah. are gonna come up. They're on a they're on a, t- they're t- on a
2: yeah. five, five and I mean, bounce now. They're, Wrexham, on the big, they're on the they're on the they're on the run at the right time. Wrexham.
1: If Wrexham come up, nah, he wouldn't come on here, would he? <laughs> no. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> Grant, Grant, Grant's dad. Grant's dad. Absolutely. So I can't stand Ronnie more.
1: I was talking um, about. I mean, I was talking about Ryan Reynolds, but.
0: Oh no! I was talking about your dad with Phil Parkinson.
1: Oh no! I was, ta- I, was, I was talking about get Ryan Reynolds. On, oh, well, I'll ring him. On. I'll
0: ring Ryan Reynolds, but he didn't even enter my thought when you gave that. I was talking <laughs> about. So my thoughts on Ro- uh, Ronnie Moore. I can't stand Ronnie Moore. I think Ronnie Moore, Chris, was one of the one of only three managers that voted to put us out of business when we went into administration. And yeah. I think that's always stuck. My feelings towards Ronnie Moore are the same as what Grant's dad has towards Phil Parkinson. Grant's dad cannot stand Phil Why? Parkinson. But you, Why? Are, he, don't, no he doesn't know. He doesn't no know. Reason? I've sat him down. Chris, he got that serious. I sat down with him and I asked him to explain it and he just went, I just do. Just don't <laughs> like him. He just doesn't just like him. Like um, he just doesn't It'll like him. It.
1: Inter- It'll be really interesting if Wrexham come up. I love their awake at this season. It's like the ghillie shirt kind of look yeah. to it. I really, really like it. It pains me to say that. Because yeah. that, that investment at Wrexham it, it could have came to us if Mr. Yeah. Singh didn't shut the doors up, but at the end of the day, he's doing the right thing for the club. <laughs> just now, I I don't think we'd be in the position we were now if that happened. So, no, no think, um, fair, fair enough to
2: Raj.
0: Seven, seven unbeaten Wrexham.
2: Yeah, they, I, I, I want to say counts. they beat. Did they beat Chesterfield away or someone like that? They beat. They beat
0: Boreham Wood. Um, right. So in the last yes, seven they they games, they, they beat Knox County. They beat Boreham Wood. They beat Kings Lynn. They beat Aldershot, they beat Chesterfield, and they beat Wheelstone. Every single game, they have scored at least two goals. Yeah. The thing well, that's like, really
1: important there. in the national though is if you're not winning, is finishing second or third, so you play one less game. Yeah.
0: Well, they're currently because third. Got they've to got to got play a more because Hammond.
1: first, second to seventh is your playoffs in the national league. Yeah. Fourth to seventh play each other, and then they'll play second and third.
0: So well, and then will be Wrexham are they've got a game in hand on Chesterfield and they're one point behind them. Um But here's a second or third doesn't matter in the National League. It really doesn't. It's all about who can who can catch Stockport. Um, and you know I know we, we we try and stick to League Two, but you, you look at Wrexham and you, you kind of can't. Oh, you look at the the league. You can't because one of them's coming up. Um, they they beat um. Boram Wood last week. They've got today. In fact, there's no game today. Not got a game today. They haven't. Uh, no game today. Next Saturday they've got Bromley. They've then got Halifax. Um, then they've got Dover. Um, <laughs>
2: well, three points already. Then in it from. Dover. Do you know I mean? Do- Dover oh, have it, just got no
0: fight. The- Dover have got no fight. But um, I feel. I
1: really feel for Dover though. Dover have been absolutely shafted by the National League.
0: Weren't they top when Covid started? Weren't they at the top?
1: No, I I can't remember exactly what happened to them, but they ended up getting they couldn't play any of their fixtures, um, they, they just couldn't do anything at all. And then they've been hit with a massive points deduction and a massive fine as well. Ridiculous. And for the fact that they've actually been able to pull out 31 games this season. Is is nothing short of a miracle for Dover. I yeah, really,
0: really feel for Dover fans. Just just one win this season and yeah. they're um
2: how many games Eight do you points. play?
0: You play forty four games in the in the National League. It is forty four, yeah, so, isn't it? Twenty three teams, so, so yeah.
1: Well be. Yeah, yeah. forty
0: four. So they've got they've got what? They've got thirteen games left. So what's that? That's thirty nine points. Um if they lose their next two games, they're relegated. Co- oh no, sorry, yeah, yeah. If they lose and draw, um, two more, if
2: they, yeah, basically, I just don't, four, I, four I can't
1: see them relegated, I can't even see them getting into positive points.
2: They're on they're minus on, four at the minute, yeah. Now they're on minus 50, they're on minus four points, but they're on, sorry, goal difference is minus 50,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. more minus four on, on points. They it, basically two more losses this season. Dover are relegated, Dover, but Dover could be. I mean, let's have a look at they're they playing today. Um, today they've got, Are oh, they're away at Halifax. Ooh, they're away at Halifax. It's only 10 minutes away. That could be an interesting one to nip down and see. Yeah. Um, Halifax, and then they've got Yorval Town next week.
1: If, by the way, if there's a team that I would want to come up in the playoffs, it's Halifax.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, just so we don't have to deal with Harrogate as our closest rival. <laughs> yes.
1: I just think seeing Halifax come up, it, it would shut everyone up about their manager leaving. it's He deserves to be a manager in the football league. He's great. Again, because
2: um, he was shafted at Oldham.
1: Yeah. Um, and if Halifax come up, it's another northern team for both of us. Less less distance to travel. Yeah. Less distance for Carlisle to start moaning about if they stay up. because. No. <laughs> Imagine Carlisle have having to travel to like Dover. Jesus Christ! I mean, Ooh, Dover aren't staying no, up. Dover but... are not
0: staying up. Well, but, this, no. but Carlisle are going to have to travel to Yeovil. Yeah. Which is a which is a trip. It um. A trip. Still, my, still my favorite away day is Yeovil. My I love Yeovil away. It's, it's so dull, but it's just such a nice place to go. But um, guys, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Um, and let people crack on with the days and hopefully see Bradford pick up a win for Mark Hughes at Forest Green Rovers, which...
1: At least he's just saying Forest
0: Green Rovers. What do you mean? Tuesday. No, but, mate, I'm talking about today only. Tuesday's a given... Practically we'll a buy is Tuesday.
1: We'll see. We'll see. We'll
0: see. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Please. Any Hartlepool fans who watch this, please don't think that <laughs> <No>. we're confident <laughs> of this I,
2: week. Actually, I do want to mention something. I've just remembered because you said that. I had a Forest Green Rovers uh, fan tweet me, um, my account the other day, saying basically it was back in like probably August time and I'd made a statement and said, there is no chance Forest Green are going up. We're on a better form, blah, blah, blah. And they've kind of just... um Forwarded that to me uh, with a picture and I was like, well, this is a little bit bizarre because you're currently on a five match. You know, you haven't won in five games. Uh, I've seen that! Yeah, I added Sean to it as well. I I just said, oh, Sean, have you seen this? Uh, But I just found it a bit bizarre at that time. I suppose it's because we're playing them today. Um, Yeah. I was like, "Okay, all right. And I said, listen, if you listen to the podcast, you'll listen to me say I'm completely hideously wrong, have been hideously wrong about Forest Green all season. And Bradford, and Bradford, yeah. I mean,
0: but this is the thing, but that that there just mm-hmm. sort of backs my original point. How we we all thought we'd wa- we'd walk this league in August. We we were playing. I mean, we weren't smashing him up, but we were playing nice football, and then yeah. it, it changed. And do you know what? I'm not ending on that. So Grant, give us something positive to talk about. Something
1: positive to talk about. Um, not I'm your test to think I thought I thought you could say not your testicles. I was like, all that.
0: all that, Neither neither your test results <laughs> nor your testicles, please. Just, uh, um, I, I was
1: going to say electrons, but they're they're negatively charged, aren't they? I can't think of what's the positively no, charged no, ones.
2: To... I have got. One, very it's really bad,
1: long. isn't it? Anyway, guys, thank you very much for listening <laughs> once again. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, follow us on whatever platform it is that you're listening to us on. Rate us five stars call us whatever you want on spotify if you can get logged back into it it kicked me out i didn't realize it went down hey ho do it all thanks for listening we've been lower league look
0: oh crap i have to press end broadcast